0: and right now my blood oxygen level is really low so um i gotta talk to the doctor tomorrow and see what he says and see what we're going to do long term but <clears throat> yeah, we will. Uh, we will see how it goes, sir. Right now, we're trying to. We're, we're the typical three middle-aged men trying to figure out technology portion of the show. Correct. So,
1: correct. And we're live everywhere, we're, by the way. Now, yeah, our friend uh, Sam is. Uh, oh, are we on? We're live everywhere now. Well, do the intro, uh, man. Well, waiting for time. people to hook up, and yeah, waiting <clears throat> for Sam to figure this out. Uh, might as All well. Right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. Hey, today we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we have a, we have guests on almost every week never really get to know them. We jump right into specific subjects and we never really get to know our guests. Today we're going to do, like I said, something a little bit different. We're actually going to be doing a bit of a mixed bag of finding out a little bit more about our guest this week, Mr. Sino Creative, Mr. Sam Sino, who still can't hear. So (laughs) can you hear us? He can hear us, but we can't hear him. uh, So he's yet to join the live on Instagram. He'll be coming up. Hopefully very, very shortly as well. Uh we finally have Mr. Jeff Maci Complex Cosplay back. Oh, finally. I'm not gonna say back from the dead, but you know, I guess you we're almost <laughs> <Pretty much>. dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh
1: yeah. so Jeff uh unfortunately last week was feeling under the weather. Uh, had to miss the podcast. Um I wanna give a bit of a special shout out also to uh, Miss Jennifer here, our like Jeff likes to call her our producer. Uh, she's also a little bit under the weather. Uh, she had uh, some surgery done earlier this week so she Ooh. is recuperating right now. Uh, I think it goes without saying a lot of the stuff that I do on this channel wouldn't happen if it was not for her. Um, so you know send her some love and uh, some best wish best oh. best wishes <laughs> oh, best oh, wishes to recuperate as quickly oh, as possible. I'll send her some love. All right. Yeah, that Jennifer, stash you, is glorious. My man, you, you got to tell us a little bit about. You the get stash. better,
0: Miss Jennifer. Absolutely. <laughs> stash is a direct result of, yeah, of cosplay. As all my facial hair decisions are typically a direct result of cosplay. Saturday at, at uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con, I was the comedian. And Sunday, I was Ron Burgundy from the Channel 4 News Team. So both of them lend themselves to a the mustache. And once I cut it in, I kind of looked at it and I was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to. We're going to rock this for a while and see what happens. And uh, so far, believe it or not, the response has actually been okay. Like, no one's really come after me for it. So I thought I was going to get just annihilated online and everything else. But no, everybody so far has been like, yeah, no, Sam, still not getting you, bud. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, that is so weird. So you can hear us through your headphones, but your mic's not working. That's so weird.
0: So, Sam, when, when you go down and you hit settings like in StreamYard itself and you go to audio what's it, show, what's it showing you is it I, I know you can't it Should be able
1: speech. to pick what microphone you're yeah. using. Yeah, yeah. Actually uh Sam you also have a chat. We have a chat between just of us that you can actually talk. Uh, Okay. Oh.
2: Hey! Ah! Hey, go- hey. Hey, all right.
1: We've got audio. We go.
0: Yes. And the one. Button uh, I didn't try it's uh, yeah so and and uh so megan is saying that we uh they can hear you on instagram so that's good uh tans is saying okay. uh it's a no for me to the stash yeah, i don't care uh white mike is working here can hear thank me you on okay. Okay. okay all right so sam Perfect. we got you on instagram that's cool and now we got you here on stream
1: so i think we're good to go excellent all welcome man. to the gig boutique mr sam sino how are you
2: i am a wonderful gentleman thank you for having me uh very excited to be here. Uh, I know, Jeff, you're dealing with uh, the health things. I heard you were going over that, so I hope you feel better soon.
0: Thanks, man.
2: I have a friend, um, my my friend, one of my best friends, and his wife. They went to Costa Rica for a little vacation. They came back. He is fine. She was very sick for a week and a half. But she's still mm, sick. Yeah. She's got a heart monitor deal going on now. Otherwise, oh, yeah. she's okay because they've been going to work and everything. But other than that, she's got to wear that for a bit. So Eef. after I leave here with you guys i gotta give her a ring just see what's going on she's doing yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. damn everybody's getting sick all up in this place messed up that's super fun i love it it's the best
1: (laughs) oh my god okay sorry guys i uh i okay i don't know who this person is but somebody jordan oh it's jordan (laughs) jordan extreme wow cancel culture has gone too far people don't feel comfortable roasting that rat growing on jeff's face uh thanks jordan uh <laughs> so for those of, know, of you that don't see this now. yeah if you were watching uh, on youtube you would see uh, these Jeremy, comments pop up that
0: uh on on Jeff's face <laughs> uh
1: hey uh listen i i want to talk about niagara comic-con for five minutes because you absolutely. didn't get to tell us about it last week because jeff you were away uh sam i believe you were there as well weren't you
2: yes um i help out there i'm oh you do know, you i'm yeah, I don't know what my—I don't have a title because I'm not like officially there, but I, I do a lot of things for them. So I—I I, I was there. I just didn't get to play. I got to watch everyone play and go. Oh.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. As soon as I walked in, Sam was working the. Sorry, I'm on YouTube today. You better be sorry, Jordan. Not just because you're on YouTube. Don't ditch <laughs> the stash, man. That's—I thought you'd be on my side on this, Jordan. I'm a little bit upset. I'm not gonna lie. I'm crying on the inside <laughs> for sure soon yeah, uh, so I walked into the con. Sam was one of the first guys I saw because he was working like the the ticket booth. If you hadn't pre bought your tickets, you can go. And uh, and
1: so Sam, you didn't get to really cosplay at the show then.
2: No, I had it packed in my duffel bag, which was actually under the counter I was standing at. So I was like, okay, one of these like one of these hours, I'm going to escape. And then so Sunday rolled around, and I thought we closed at five, but we actually closed at four. So around three o'clock, I'm like, yeah, go like get changed and everything. But no, because <laughs> they're like, oh, surprise, we close at four. I'm like, oh, that's it's not a lot of time to
0: have fun. Every time I saw him, he's like, "Yeah, I got my punk Spider-Man," which is great, by the way. His punk Spider-Man is awesome. It
1: really is. Actually, it's the Dude thumbnail sure. of tonight's show. Yeah, funny enough. You know.
0: Oh, sweet. He's uh, he's like, "Yeah, I got it packed." Every day I saw him, he's like, "Yeah, I got it packed." Yeah, I'll put it on at some point. Yeah, it's it's No, it hits here. I'll I'll put it on at some point, point. and then he's in three days. He just never, put it never. It on. So you
2: would walk away, and then like my boss would call me like, "Hey, can you do this?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." I'll go yeah. do whatever it was.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious.
2: All work, no play. Mm -hmm. make Sam a dull boy boy. that's right (laughs) Uh,
0: but overall Sam since you got to see it sort of from a different perspective because I always wanted I never really get a chance to talk to like people that are actually working the con like we've had Rob Bellamy on and he runs CK Expo so it was good to kind of pick his brain about putting a con together and such, but we don't often get to talk to a guy that's, that's literally like working, working, working like volunteer working at a con. So what's that like for you? Like, how do they, do they schedule you specifically for specific tasks? Is it, you just volunteer and you show up and they just point, you go do that. Like what, what is it like working behind the scenes? Do you get to rub shoulders with the celebrity sometimes? Like, how does it work?
2: Uh, so I'll give you the, my rundown of how I got involved in there. Cause it's kind of, evolved from what i first did so right oh gee 10 years ago i want to say at this point um i was uh, for those who are who don't know who i am i referee independent wrestling as well so i knew the owners through there because they were hooked up with my boss of the one wrestling company i was working for i was doing the photography there uh so they brought in Bret hart to do autographs pictures and everything and they and they didn't have a photographer for the con at the time so they said can you come do photos at Bret hart's uh panel so i said okay sure so i did that uh then i just networked that way so every year it was always can you work with this person can you work with this person so i went from photographer to celebrity handler to like ticket guy to everything else
0: (laughs) jack of all trades at that point sorry i am going to throw in here uh i believe it's miley which is tana's daughter says grumpa jeff calling the mustache a rat is an insult to rats (laughs) nice I, I I it it grows more as you hate it. It grows more, like it actually fills in more with the it hate. Grows so. in power. As, That's right. As you
1: make fun of it. I wish I could grow a friggin' like <laughs> giant stash. Like right. That.
0: Oh, I think for you, you should cut in like the like the handlebar. I think you. It's funny block. you should say that. I've
1: I've done the handlebars. Yeah. Like November would look good. a few years ago. Eh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I. Think, a very yeah, thin I think handlebars. Really That's all right. <laughs> So then Sam, what's the ultimate, I don't want to say goal, but what would you like, would you like to get into a point where you're like at the management side of things, like actually helping to run the con specifically, like from more of like a, I don't know if that particular cons run like in a board per se, or if it's one guy that runs it. Cause I know some of the cons work differently, but ultimately what would you want to see out of that as your role with the obviously keeps deepening as you're, like you're saying it keeps evolving, like kind of as you're there, where do you want to eventually end up with that? Or do you not really think about that?
2: I haven't thought about it too much. Uh, I like what I do now because it gives me the flexibility to like see my friends for the five ten minutes that I can and yeah. things like that. And I've watched you know James and Chris uh, they run a, they run the show. They're two partners. and They got their other business people, but they're the two main guys. So I've seen them run it, and I was like, I don't want that stress because <laughs> <laughs> they got to deal with the flights of everybody and and all that you know uh, logistic information and hotels yeah. and all that stuff. So. Power to them, uh, I don't think I could do that. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> no,
0: that's fair. So yeah. you'd rather be just boots on the ground and, and – Yeah, your, I'm like the middle guy. With it. Yeah, I always yeah. end up
2: like middle middle management. I'm not management there at all in any no, sense. Man. But I mean, even like for my day job, it's like, in the middle's good because I can see what's up, but I can see what's down. I can tell people um, down what's up.
0: Now here's here we go. See, Tim's got my back. As a guy who has a hard time growing facial hair, I think it's a damn fine stash. Thank you, Tim. Black Captain Kirk got my back up here. That's great. Yeah, that's right. It is mostly dudes that like it and girls that don't, and that's fine. I'm I'm I'm
1: not. Which here is to kind of somebody. ironic, isn't it? A little bit.
0: A little bit. <clears throat> Sam, can we unpack the uh, the independent wrestling scene a little bit?
2: Absolutely. What Would you like to?
0: Because I it's it's well, I'm fast again. I'm fascinated by it. I understand it's it's part and parcel of the business, but I I also get the impression that it's it's. It's a, like a, like a 99.9, like hardly, like it's very, very difficult, obviously, to get to the show, quote unquote. And this seems to be sort of where you have to cut your teeth to get there. But it also seems like a lot of the guys that are there cutting their teeth in these smaller independent leagues never really graduate even up to like a ring of honor, say, let alone like an AEW or WWE. Has that been your impression as you've worked these independent circuits as well? Or have you seen some real talent come through that has moved on to bigger and better things?
2: you you've got it uh but like but also on the flips there have been lots of guys who have made it so i've been doing it for, for we'll just say 14ish 13ish years i got wow. i got involved with it right after high school and first year of college and everything uh, so this actually happened in my college library. I was actually just reading the WWE website, and the one guy in my course leans over and he goes, "I know that guy." And, like he points at the screen. He's like, "I know that guy." So I was like, "Wait, what?" So I picked his brain, and he's like, "Yeah, he's actually from here. He wrestled here, wrestled there, and he had just signed his contract. So that was like the big news of uh, his name's Sean Spears. He's his wrestling name. So he got signed to WWE, and this guy, uh, I think his name Larry. He said, like, I know him. We we're neighbors or went to school or whatever. So I ended up emailing Sean Spears, I still have the email, saying, like, I live in Thorold, I know you're from St. Catharines, where do you go to wrestle? Because I didn't know anything, so he was kind enough to point me in the direction of, you got to find a good wrestling school who's not going to rip you off, and they're going to train you properly, and from there you just kind of go up and around Ontario, basically, so you wrestle around here, if you can get booked out west or out east, that's, like, the goal. So it is cutting your teeth, as you put it. And then, like, oh, as you go and I don't know, say get more experience, you can put in a resume to WWE or Ring of Honor or all Elite Wrestling's the new thing. These
1: yeah, how does that work? I mean, do you have to like, like, I mean, so so you start as a wrestler in your local scene, and and you know you're working your ass off, and then what? You have to apply to these other organizations, or that they go around scouting the different local wrestling scenes. Like, how does it work? Like, how does I mean. How does someone actually go from your local small-time wrestling to the big time? Like, how does that path happen?
2: Uh, Either one of those could happen. So you could be scouted. So back in the day, WWE did send uh, scouts to minor, uh, smaller shows. So like guys like Jim Ross, um, he was the commentator. He was a talent scout. He was the head of talent relations for many years. So he would actually go to uh, these shows and maybe not himself, but other people would go and they would get the contact info of the person they like and say like, hey, we saw you do your thing. We think you're really talented. Here's our information. We would like to you know, consult with you, contact you, see mm-hmm. what happens. Um, so that's one method of doing it. I don't think they do it a whole lot anymore, but I, I'm not you know, a super expert on how the scouting process works nowadays. But more or less, it's you do apply. So you make up your resume just like any job and say, I've wrestled for these places. I speak x amount of languages i know certain like show business things um so like what and then you apply just like any job they'll put you in the talent pools uh if they pick you for a tryout you i believe you have to go down to florida to the performance center uh, outside tampa and they give you a tryout which consists of a lot of cardio and seeing your grasp of wrestling moves i want to say and if you know the basics, because if you don't know the basics, you can't do anything. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone thinks like wrestling, you know, it's it's just wrestling, right? It's like, no, okay, you it is performance, and you are taking that person's life in your hands when you are wrestling. Like if you're going to slam the guy, you can't drop him on his head. Even though it looks like you're dropping him on his head, you cannot physically like injure the guy because he has to go home to his family. All right? So they want to see how how good you are and how safe you are, I want to say.
1: And, and WWE specifically, well, I guess back in the WWF days, I, I guess they had their own development league as well, didn't they? Yes. Uh, or a couple of different development leagues, I, I, I believe. Um, do the big, the big, the big guys all have their own development league Still, their own farm teams, let's say.
2: Uh, WWE not so much anymore, but they do keep an eye on certain. I want to say minor. Uh, the minor leagues there, so the independent's there. Uh, they have the performance center. So once you do send in your um, your application, they'll sign you a uh, developmental contract, and you'll go live in Florida, and you'll train at the performance center every mm-hmm. day. So they, I don't know exactly what they go over, because uh, I haven't looked into it too much, but I know they go over drills every day, and you're working out every day by a certain time. You have promo class, so they teach them how to be more comfortable in mm-hmm. front of a camera they have a this is new in the past i want to say five six seven years maybe they have a new financial management class because a lot of the people they were getting like they weren't savvy to like business sense so they Mm -hmm. show them how to manage their money so when they if they do ever leave wrestling they have something to fall back on because if you Mm -hmm. look retrospectively at the guys from the 80s they just had all their money and then they had no money because they were buying whatever they're buying you know, so Ric Flair always said like he, he had like 15 fur coats and like one of the one of the stories he told has told many times is he was out at a hotel with Dusty Rhodes and and like they were buddies. But on TV, they hated each other. So Dusty saw a fur coat he liked in a department store and he bought it. So Ric Flair goes, well, he can't have a nicer coat than I do. So he went in the store and he bought one. And then the next day or like later in the same, Dusty went back, he bought a second one. And Rick's like, well, no, you can't one up me. So he, he bought and they would just be silly like that. So they teach them finance to not be a little silly like that.
0: Nah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> How would you describe your refereeing style? Sam? Are you more of an Earl Hebner or Bryce Remsburg?
2: That is the name. Yeah. So I'll introduce those two guys. So Earl Hebner. Well, I, was I the,
0: definitely know who Earl Hebner is. I, I think
2: all <laughs> the Canadians that watch wrestling in the 90s know who Earl is. Uh, <laughs> like of a certain yeah, He's
0: the screw, screw job, job guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the Montreal screw job. That's right. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm one or the other. I kind of just made it my own. Like, I don't want to... I don't want that to come off as egocentric or anything. But it's like, you take little... And wrestlers do this too. They'll see something they like. They'll take little bits from that guy. Little bits from this guy. Little bits from, you know, this what this person's doing. And they put their own spin on it. So that's what I try to do. And I never got into it to be, like, some famous guy. I just wanted it. It was just fun. And it's like, oh, I like wrestling? All right, let's go. And so... I, I want to say I'm in the middle uh, of those those two gentlemen. Very talented She's guys a, both on TV. He's a
0: mashup. If those guys had a baby, it, it would be Sam.
2: Hey. Bryce uh, <laughs> does not back have hair. So. That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, going through some comments, uh, Myers Corp said, uh, this is directed to you, Sam. You make our job as volunteers a lot easier. Keep up the good work. Myers Thank Corp here has joined us on Instagram. He was uh, He was working Kevin Nash's line. My uh, man. con, All yeah. Right. See, so he, he was there when we walked by uh, in our Anchorman group when Mick Foley and Nash came out and got pictures with us, so that's why he was uh, joining the joining the crew. Uh, I can jump uh, in
2: real quick just before you move on. Yeah, so I go a, on. I have a Kevin Nash story from that. Week. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, one of the guys I met through wrestling, uh, Rico Montana. He mm-hmm. uh, he's a retired wrestler now. He's a personal trainer. He has a fitness company uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, so I've been on one of the meal plans that he put together and a workout plan for the past nine months, however long it's been, since Thanksgiving. And I've lost and I've maintained losing 20 pounds.
0: Yay! Um, So so
2: in the lunchroom, uh, I was just, I was eating and Santino Morello was there and I overheard Mm -hmm. him talking about his weight loss. And I picked up on what he had mentioned. So I said, are you a Rico Montana guy? And he goes, you know, Rico? So I'm like, yeah. So we chatted a little bit there. So then I text Rico saying like, hey, Santino says, hey, he's like, hey, cool. Tell Kevin Nash I say hi. So I went over Kevin's table. I go, Rico Montana says hi. And Kevin like slapped the table. And he's like, that's my guy. I got to call him. Later. <laughs> it's like, it's Rico. I'm like, you know, Kev, he said he's going to call you. He's like, wonderful. Ah, so like, uh,
0: hilarious. Everyone knows everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh. Kevin was surprised. He was a really nice dude. He's for sure. Chill. Yeah. Um, All seven
2: feet of him. He's very
0: chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the vac- he is back not a small guy. Girl. That's for sure. No, he's he's a big dude. Uh, that backer girl, I don't understand the mustache, but as long as it makes you happy, it does. Uh, Shaw Cosplay says the mustache looks great Thank you very much I appreciate that Um, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Which cons are you going to next Uh, Is asking Shaw Cosplay Before we get too far guys I do want to just um, Break in really quickly because we, we usually cover this At the top you can listen to us by the way If you don't want to watch our pretty faces here For the whole time and I understand that I mean Gasp. You know, exactly. But who wants to look at this dying rat on my face the whole time? You can listen to us on all the major platforms, including Spotify. We are there. If you just go on to Google and go to Geek Boutique Podcast and you Google search that, it will be one of the first options you have. Or you can go directly to our website, which is the geekboutique.podbean.com. And you can actually listen to the podcast there as well. But you also know, as Jordan did when his comment from uh, YouTube, dying rabbit. Uh, thank you. That's good. Yes, yes. Emaciated squirrel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can watch us live on Facebook, you can watch us live on YouTube, and of course, you can join us live here on Instagram as we go through
1: that. Before we get to the next gone <clears throat> question, Sam, why don't you quickly tell us a little bit about your first cosplay? experience? For those who don't know, Sam is not just an amateur wrestler or amateur referee wrestler. He is a cosplayer uh so yeah tell us a little bit about your first cosplay experience how did you even get into cosplay?
2: <laughs> i love this story uh because i think jeff was actually there and i think ed was there too i didn't know them at the time but i think i saw them uh so... no,
1: didn't know
0: us but knew of us because our shit ass <laughs> reputation preceded us
2: no, so um this was a little bit after the bret hart uh comic con so they had me doing the front uh front door thing and some judge dread cosplayers walked by and i was like you know, I did did like double take, like, whoa, that's that's impressive. So I told him, like, whoever was working with at the table, I was like, hey, I just need a sec. I gotta I wanna talk to that guy real quick. So I run over to him and Jeff may know him. It was uh Judge Brown. Yeah <laughs> uh, uh, Max Worth. Savage on Facebook. So I run over him. So I'm yep. like, hey man, uh where like I and I just watched the movie. So I'm like, Where do you get all this? You know, he does his best Judge Dredd voice. Well, you know, and he pulls up this notepad <laughs> and he writes down like the Facebook group. He's like, you got to go here and join the Facebook group and just ask in there. And they'll direct you to who has who's selling what. So that was my first experience. And I got my Judge Dread through that group. And that was my first costume. And I think we all suited up together. There were four of us or three of us. So It was myself, Judge Brown and Judge Jeffrey Lawrence. Um Jeff knows him. <laughs>
0: I love so, uh, Jeffrey Lawrence. He's one yes. of my all time favorite humans to run into at a con right. for sure.
2: So the three of us, I think it was GenreCon and Guelph. It was like our first actual like trio meetup and that was a lot of fun. So and it's funny because how... the three of us get off the elevator and we're just like
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So many of us, when we started a cosplay, like my first cosplay was like just this this patchwork piece together, value village army surplus bullshit. And this dude's first one comes out, looks like he walked off the set of the movie Dread with Carl Urban. Like it's, have you seen his Judge Dread? It's have, his it's Judge costume. Anyway, ah, oh dude, it's it's sick. It's absolutely sick.
2: Tenneth says I'm a mean judge, but I think she well, has me confused with Lawrence. <laughs>
0: no, I, well, she's got a few pictures of all the judges arresting her, and uh, it's every it's show. Really, every it, show, it's, it, it makes her very, very happy to get on her knees in front of five dudes. So I, I don't. <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> oh. you can see she's trying not to smile. In the, I, hey, I don't yeah, shoot the to messenger. I'm just, yeah, it's, it's, it a, it's it's absolutely the truth. Yeah, it's incredible, says Marianne. Yeah, your judge Dread is your, sorry. j I guess it's Judge Sino, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're just it is because awesome. your badge yep. does say
1: Sino. Yeah, of
0: course, name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah. like, I gotta
2: be myself for this.
0: That's right, of course. We did Absolutely. one
2: show up, and I think it was Markham. It was just like a little card show, and it was winter. So winter in the Judge Dredd suit is great because it's ninety degrees whenever you wear it. So we, the fire department was there, and they had the like, make sure you install your smoke alarms uh, flyers. So I held one up. It's on my Instagram. It's me holding the thing like, inspector smoke alarms. It's the law. I'm like, oh, how could awesome. we not take a photo with this?
0: Of course, it's just uh, funny that we all start out with humble beginnings, and then Sam just comes out of the gate like, "Boom! <laughs> Here's my <laughs> legit judge costume that looks like I just walked off the set."
2: My wallet cries every time I look at it.
0: <laughs> I rem- uh, the Valkyrie girl says, "I remember your group." So began Sam interactions, which has made every con better since. Aw, see.
2: Oh, I have a Megan. It's key. because Megan, don't, Megan don't and don't the K.W. Girls are, are the best. So uh, they were the actual first friends I made in the con circuit outside of the dread group because we went to kitchener con and they were all there and i was like what is this like a group of five we do disney and all the various princesses and like this is the coolest thing and i just chatted that with them for the whole day and then dadpool came over and he had the car I'm like what is this "This is my car like this is amazing (laughs) so they were that kw guelph group was like my first friends outside of uh the dread group and awesome. now I, I, then I met Jeff because you were friends with them and now I'm on the show and I know everybody and I miss all my friends because it's been two years. <laughs> it's a
0: vicious cycle, which is a good lead into the question that we got earlier, which is what are the next cons for for all of us? JS, I know you're not a big, big con guy. So would you say your next one is Fanex? Is that going to be? For
1: sure. It's going to be my yeah. next one. Uh, <clears throat> it should have been Niagara, but you know. We've had the discussion like a million times now. So I know. We missed yeah. you. Hopefully we can get you uh, out next year for sure. Yeah, Fanex is going to be my next con for sure. Uh Saturday, Sunday for sure. I don't know about Friday this maybe. Friday. I'm actually I took the day off on Friday, so I might yeah. show up on Friday, but I don't know. Friday, Saturday, Sunday for sure.
0: Fair enough. What about you, Sam? When's your next con?
2: Uh... Ben, probably Fan X. If I take time off work, uh, I got to finish a bunch of things. <laughs> um, I just saw Frightmare in the Falls, which is another Niagara Falls Comic-Con offshoot. They're having Michael Bean come for a signing uh, for that. So I, I saw that today. I was like, I got to finish my Johnny Ringo real quick, <laughs> which I was supposed yes, to finish you do. for next week. But I think the event where I was using it for next week has been postponed or canceled. <laughs> so I just ah, have a little bit more time. But if I could meet Michael Bean just as Johnny Ringo, that'd be sweet.
0: No, absolutely. And anyway. then
2: I'm having to sign my DVD of The Rock because that's like one of my favorite movies with Sean NBC Connery and Nick Cage. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Can oh, I give I a quick you. shout out to my friend Justin in the Instagram chat? He's hey, 69 He's my best of friend. Of course, man. So he is hey, Justin. Thanks in, for so joining us today, buddy. Tuning awesome. in, NARDS.
0: Nice. Uh, Forest City Comic Con for me. Uh, they reached out to me uh, last week and asked if I could be um, uh, a guest judge for the cosplay contest and such. Uh, so that's june 25th here in london so that's just in like a week and a half or whatever so hopefully i'm feeling well enough to go out and do that um and then after that yeah i would assume it would also be there's not much goes on in july as far as cons go it's a very it's a go, the cottage. yeah exactly it's definitely cottage time so yeah probably um uh probably fan expo after that and then probably hamilton comic-con after that one so I won't be able to make London Comic Con. I'm going to be out of town when London Comic Con's on. My, my 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 home con. I won't be here for it. But uh, when is Comic-Con London Comic Con next week. I think it's uh, September sixteenth, seventeenth, and I'm going to be up at the cottage, so I'm not going to be around. But I think Hamilton Comic Con is the weekend after that. So right. I'm definitely going to check out Sam, Hamilton Comic Con for sure.
2: So I'll probably be there working. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that's another because it's the same Falls. people, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same people that run Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah uh july is anime north oh so no cons okay good thanks thanks danith i appreciate that that's good yes (laughs) i'm not a weeb and i'm not going to the weeb con i
2: might be going to anime north as well i need to
0: see Uh, someone's a weeb
2: no not even
0: a weeb a weeb yeah oh it's a derogatory term for people that are into anime okay
2: <laughs> the no, it like a,
1: is it like an acronym or something?
0: It used to, weebo was the, the original term. And it just meant that someone that w- was into Japanese culture was a weebo. And then it got shortened to weeb and it kind of became like mm. the kids that are super, super into anime. They just, they get called weebs.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Megan says we should come to pirate fest on the civic holiday weekend. That That's actually looking at that.
0: I'm trying to be inclusive. Uh huh. Uh, guys, I'm gonna I have be to take... uh, back home that uh, weekend, so I got to take a quick bathroom break. So if you guys can talk amongst yourself, I'll be right back. Sorry about that, guys.
1: break. Don't, don't frown at me. <laughs> bathroom break. <laughs> you see him with a big frown
2: on his face.
1: Bathroom break you in the pee, middle. Man. Stop what drinking friggin' rum, bud.
2: Shout out to my buddy <laughs> Andrew Morgan on the Instagram chat. Thanks, Andrew, for tuning in.
1: Morgan Custom Woodcrafts? Yeah, that is him. Yeah. Loki Queen Cosplay says, "I'm trying to be inclusive." Uh I'm assuming you're talking about the Anime North co- uh, comment. Uh we can suggest is, is a, a very passionate her. about Anime North. Uh I, well, you know, I had a bunch of questions already uh, pre-set up, but of we're going to skip that a little bit. <laughs> um you know, obviously you've told us a, a little bit about your uh, your first cosplay experience. Do you have any kind of a dream build? Like a dream cosplay that you've been wanting to put together either for years or maybe something since yesterday. I don't know. But I, your ultimate yeah, cosplay. What's that? My
2: list of projects keeps getting longer and longer. Well, and that's a problem, I, isn't yeah, it? I mean, that's I'll see something like I'm sure the other people that have are watching have done this too, where they're like, I want to do this, and then they like start working on it, and then something else pops up. They're like, I want to do that, and they you know start working on that. Like, oh, I should really finish this. So I have that problem as well. Uh, so for the past four years, <laughs> I've been working on. Um, Hang on, let me rewind a sec. So there's the band, heavy metal band, Amon Amarth. They have an album called Berserker. And on the cover art for Berserker is like this Viking warrior guy. And I have been building that costume for the past like four years here and then. And then COVID happened. So I'm like, well, there's no cons. I don't really need to work on this right now. Uh, now we're back. So I'm like, oh, I should probably finish that. So it's 99% done. I just got to get a pair of boots. And the boots I want come from Ukraine. And that's kind of stuck at the moment so problem
0: slightly problematic yeah
2: of yeah slightly so that's yeah. like mm-hmm. the the big one i've been working on for the past three four years i've been working on a craven the hunter for a while and oh, i finally nice. like i kind of got it finished but i couldn't get like the head of the vest right so i'm like i can't wear this it doesn't look good it doesn't look right so i need to like retool that because the
1: the head is is it a lion or yeah, a tiger like a I forget. Got, like, half yeah
2: on each side um i forget who it was he he had one at fan expo and i was like looking at that so i kind of picked his brain how he did that so I'm like, okay, i am like, should try and revisit that at some point mm-hmm.
0: did you guys get to the
1: question in the comments or no i we did not know okay uh, uh, so there is a question
0: what's the best way to meet cosplayers at cons always feels awkward just walking up and saying hi um my recommendation to you is just the shared fandoms right so if you see a cosplayer wearing a cosplay from a fandom that you really enjoy, you're not necessarily going up to talk to them about the cosplay. In a lot of cases, you're going up to them to interact about the fandom. And that's why I always caution cosplayers about wearing stuff from a fandom they don't know anything about just because maybe they look like the character or whatever because you're going to kind of ruin someone's day by doing that because they're going to want to talk about your character and the fandom that your character's from. So if you want to go up to a cosplayer and ask some questions about their cosplay and how they did it and, and where they got it or whatever, obviously that's that's an in as well, but we're all there because we're geeks and we love geek shit. So if you go up to talk to somebody about your shared your shared geek shit experience, if you're a Trekkie and you see me in a Star Trek uniform, come talk to me about Star Trek and that will start to build the conversation and build the network and the next thing you know you've got a circle of cosplay friends and you're all doing crazy shit like like Channel 4 News Team and stuff. So yeah.
1: As silly as this is going to sound I will say cosplay. Put a well, costume too. together. Put a costume together and just go to a con and and yeah. and hang out with people. Um that's how I met all you guys. Yeah, literally. Uh you know, oh, I mean okay, I but that's, to be fair I met a lot of you guys here on the podcast. but uh, <laughs> I I've met a lot of a, a lot of you folks, you know, through actual cons, right? I met you did, I met you at a con. You did. It was a tiny little con, but you know. Yeah, it was okay. We still met and and it's built this Yeah, it's built this
0: wonderful relationship that we currently have.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I that might be a little bit of a stretch there. Wonderful relationship, but <laughs> frown at me for having to go pee for God's <laughs> sake. Thanks for the advice. You are welcome,
0: sir. Uh, there's our friend uh, Cutie. Can you come, up with Cutie? So many cosplays, a little time. Yeah. Well, we don't all do 100 cosplays in a year, Cutie. So More like
1: 365 cosplays, whatever it is. Plus yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. in a year. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, because you got to get all the holidays in there
1: too, right? Like, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We got to yeah, do yeah. like the 14 days <clears throat> of I don't know whatever it is that's yeah right. 14 days of saint patrick's day
0: <laughs> that's right yes the 14 <laughs> days of in february for uh sort of valentine's day She's counting them down with cosplays every day
1: uh jordan here Earth on Earth. the uh the youtube uh, uh chat is saying that would have been frank karachi at fan x i think i'm not sure jordan i'm not sure what part of the conversation you're talking about
0: i'm assuming he means um, that he means the craven the hunter there's a few guys that have been uh, at fan x with craven, uh, yes yes
2: well, it yeah, was but it frank, might have been yes. frank yeah it
0: was 13 days of halloween and 12 days of christmas there you go cutie see i knew there was something so that's just that's just 25 cosplays just for two holidays alone for two days i I may have 25 cosplays in total that i've done in the six years i've been doing this so i don't have
1: 25 cosplays (laughs)
0: yeah and some of them are one-offs that i'll just never do never have or never do again but and some of them i've never worn anywhere at all the, ever.
2: the one uh work christmas party we all uh we all had, like theme, themes for each team so everyone was Wears waldo so I was, it was a different offshoot And i'm like i'm never gonna wear this again
0: yeah <laughs> but exactly. i still have it yeah we did an archer group and i put a, a krieger together and i've i wore it for that archer group and i've it's hanging over in my cosplay stuff it's never been worn again it will probably never get worn again it was fun to do though. I have no. complaints.
1: I, I, I put together a full. It's funny. I was talking with my buddy Rob about this this week. I, I I put together a full, ghost. Outfit from the Call of Duty games, and uh, haven't worn it once. Don't play the games. It was all. A, hey, let's do a Call of Duty group. Okay, cool. Go up, buy all the stuff, and then. And then. And then wah, it's wah, been wah. sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah. Uh, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Right yeah. Fail <laughs> That's yeah.
0: right. That's right. <laughs> <Ba-ba-ba>. <laughs>
1: But I I don't know who it is that was saying this in the comments, but uh, about having, uh, I think it was uh, Marianne, absolutely love, have four half-finished projects. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us are in that same situation where we start on something and then either just falls into that crack of nowhere land and it never gets done, or, like you say, something else happens and then you got to take care of other stuff, and then... That cosplay that was supposed to take you a couple of weeks to build takes you, you know, four years to make.
0: Or, yeah, or a property comes out and then you get 8,000 messages saying, hey, you should do this thing. And then you're like, well, I guess I should do that thing. And then I'm doing that thing. And then I remember I'm like, oh, I had these three other things that I was building or putting together at the time. Especially when you're getting bullshit like Anchorman. Do you know how many fucking value villages and goodwills and thalieses i hit looking for a burgundy suit and the proper tie and belt and everything and white dress shoes for ron burgundy i spent more on gas than i did for that eventually for what i paid for that cosplay god damn awful
2: so where yeah, did you end up
0: finding the suit uh i i pieces i found two pieces of it on poshmark believe it or not and then i found the the jacket at a value village so
1: poshmark
0: poshmark it's an app where you can you can sell your used clothes like through the internet type of thing. so someone oh. had a red vest and a red pair of pants that were my size on poshmark and it was they were selling them for like i don't know 20 bucks or something like that so i'm like yeah perfect that's good jennifer I,
1: you should look that up we're we're looking for some
0: i've got you some know great thrift deals clothing yeah bro. no i've got some great deals on yeah. poshmark there's some really cool stuff on there yeah. yep i have one that's been sitting for six years Says cutie yeah man that's the cosplay life right and i i've been i've been there too with js you hit a wall on something where you've got the next big thing you have to do and you're intimidated by trying to start it or you start it and it turns out like shit so you want to redo it and but then you lost confidence and trying to redo it and then you're second guessing the whole damn thing and the next thing you know it's three years later and it's still sitting half finished and you're just looking at it like it's the bane of your existence right so
2: that's my craving right now i look at it yeah like, i hate you
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's the
2: white whale in the closet. It's,
0: that's the cosplay life, man. That's for sure. Shifting gears yeah. a little bit, though, I understand, even though you haven't watched today's episode, damn you, Sam. But uh, Strange New Worlds, I, I wore this specifically for a reason for today. I wanted to talk a little bit about Strange New Worlds. We do usually talk about Strange New Worlds a little
1: bit every single podcast. So we do because it's yeah. just been so fucking good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I do <laughs> want to make a point here. Yes. Because everybody's been fucking jokers, making joke about Captain Pike's hair and memes and the whole oh, deal. Oh, I get, I get
0: so many memes sent to me, dude.
1: He, his hair was under control this week. Mm-hmm. His hair was okay, under control sorry. this week. Now, yeah. I don't know if it's because it was an episode that was filmed out of sequence with the other episodes. Right. But he didn't have the giant hair this week. That's oh, true. I specifically, was looking for the. <laughs> and... I'm
2: gonna need
0: so much hairspray, man. So much hairspray when I do this cosplay. Yeah, uh, uh. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, you guys can do that. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you could wake it up and do it. This for sure, is you could. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's your impression? So, we have been talking a lot about Strange New Worlds. We do talk a lot about Star Trek on there. I mean, look at his handle for goodness' sakes. It's James Seventeen O One. It's it, we're. I'm wearing a Pike shirt. So, I mean, we're obviously big Star Trek super nerds, but other than I would probably say lower decks, we're none of us can seem to be, like, aligned on one particular show that kind of shines over all of us. Some of us like Discovery, some of us don't. Some of us like DS9 way more than it deserves. Some of us don't. We should talk Enterprise a lot type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So. But Strange New World seems to be the 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 like the one ring. Like it's brought us all together and in the darkness bound us. Like it's it's just so much better seemingly than anything that's come out basically since TNG. Is that where are you on the whole new trek bandwidth? And are you with us on, you know, Str- Strange New Worlds is up here and then everything else is kind of
2: So far, yeah. I, I'm really enjoying it. Um disclaimer, I have to say, like I've only seen TNG the, I've seen all the all the movies except Nemesis. I have the I have the collection. So I've seen all the movies except Nemesis, but I've seen TNG. I have not seen the original series. Sorry, uh, so have do not How I this guy S9. off the stream? <laughs> I don't know. Is know, there I'm sad? i audio works now? <laughs> I've seen all of Disco. I've seen all, everything of Picard. Uh, so I just I like all Trek. So as soon when I do get around to those other series, I'm probably going to like them too.
0: Uh, uh, have New you World checked out? Great. Have you checked out Lower Decks?
2: Not yet. No. It's all, oh, on the list.
1: So good.
0: Yeah. So good. It's a cartoon. It's one. not Strange New Worlds, is. but it's 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 very very good. It I takes like, like an episode clear. or two. Yeah, it takes an episode or two to get you there, but as soon as you're in, you're you're really in. Unless your oh, name okay. is Megan, who got a season and a half into it and gave up on it because she hated it so much. But that's, <gasps> I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. She likes everything else. tracks, So we. I guess we can't give her too much shit for it, but. But you Strange know, New World seems to be the one that's bridging the gap for everybody for the new Trek stuff. Even if you hate Discovery and Picard, and there's a lot of people that hate Discovery and Picard, it seems like Strange New Worlds is the one that's able to everyone's able to get behind.
2: When Picard, like, season two came out, the first, like, two episodes, I was like, this is so good! And then... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it really picked up again in the last two. Yeah,
2: the last two, was like... And I was like, okay, yeah. we're, we're back.
1: Good. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I'll admit Picard, the middle of the season was a little... It's like, okay, are we going to, you know, something going to happen here, you know? Um,
2: How many episodes can you be in jail for? Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's, it's yeah, I I, I agree. I, I 100% agree with that. I Should am have been not a, a big six. fan of Discovery so far right now. Uh, I know Tim hates when I talk about this, but that's that's season right. four right, of Discovery has just... You know, it just kills me how the show could have been so good in their first two seasons cuz let's be honest, Trek usually is not. The Treks first and second seasons are usually meh.
2: It's the the world building and setting. Yeah. Up. yeah. Discovery was good
1: off the bat, but then now it's like crashing and burning for me. So, anyway, I uh, did not
2: enjoy the Klingon story in season 1, like whenever there was mm-hmm. a Klingon scene, I'm like I cannot tolerate this. It's just it was just jarring to me. Like I just so
0: the the change in the look, you mean, or just no, a, no, the, the, the story arc itself? Just
2: just the story.
0: Oh, okay. I, I liked you.
2: everything else they were doing. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's like before original series, kind of like kind of same time. So like that was neat, and then but the Klingon like politics stuff, I was like, I do not care about this part of the story.
0: So how Turning much over- of how much do you think of the that early Discovery and then now Strange New Worlds? How much do you think is going over your head the fact that you haven't watched the original series? Do you feel like you're missing out on maybe some of the little tongue in cheek like wink wink nudge nudge stuff, or do you feel like mm-hmm. having seen the movies, you're pretty good with what's going on? Yeah,
2: I think I I am getting most of it. Like, and mm-hmm. I you have to like you don't have to watch season two of Discovery to get Strange New Worlds, but they do reference it in almost every of course. episode. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, Mike shows up in season two. I'm like, this guy is great. And like Anson Mountain is awesome. If you haven't seen the show, Hell on Wheels, he's the lead in that. It's a cowboy railroad show. Uh, So that's real good. Uh, It's one of my favorite shows. He's the lead in there. Um, So if you're in the Facebook group, Star Trek shitposting, there's a lot of memes about that because now people are just realizing like that's him in that show as well. And Cole Meany is also in it. He's like the the evil railroad tycoon guy.
1: Chief O'Brien.
2: yeah, it's, absolutely,
1: it's, yeah, it's Chief O'Brien, so. the greatest so Starfleet like, officer of all time. Yes.
2: Yeah, so now they're photoshopping like him onto the Enterprise, yelling at Pike in his Western costume, sort of thing. So I'm like, this is my humor because I've seen both shows.
0: He was also Black Bolt on the Inhuman show that lasted half a season, and then spoiler Who alert, I'm a little Anson Mount,
1: no Captain that Pike, was him?
0: absolutely. You've I watched Doctor Strange that. 2, right?
1: Have you watched Doctor Strange? I have Strange not 2 yet? seen Doctor Strange oh, two yet. I haven't.
2: Never, never mind. But I, but I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> it him? Know? Is it him? Yeah, yeah. Is it him that's Black Bolt in Doctor Strange two? It's,
0: it's him that's Black really? Bolt. Really? Yep.
1: Interesting. Huh. Yep. They've uh, they've really crossed a lot of check marks off of their list of. I'm a nerd. Here are all the shit I want to do with this Marvel property and all this this multiverse stuff because wow, they it's been going bonkers i that's, mean you read richards i mean come on it was friggin', uh, fan casting when I fan mean, casting guy becomes was real right since like what like yeah the Marvel
0: since the last movie did poorly ever since then it's been like well it's got to be this guy it's got to be krasinski that's that guy yeah. right there's some, intern, was.
2: there's some intern somewhere just scrolling social media saying what do the people like do this. Right. Like just pulling off like, me. yeah, it's
0: yeah. Cause I don't think Make they mind work. doing like fan service. If it's going to be something small like that. I know Disney is, is categorically against bowing to fan service when it comes to like a bigger media role for whatever weird reason, they don't want to bow to fan pressure and such. But, um, which is why, by the way, Lucy Lawless uh is not going to appear in the Mandalorian because fans wanted her to, essentially replaced Gina Carano as Cara Dune and the fans rallied for it so hard. Lucy Lawless had to make a post on social media saying I was actually in talks to join a star Wars (laughs) property, but because you guys made it seem like a fan Uh, casting now, Disney won't actually cast me in it because they don't want to seem like they're bowing to fan pressure for this kind of stuff. So yeah, sometimes it works guys and sometimes it doesn't. So be careful Mm -hmm. on your fan casting fantasies because it doesn't always. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For wrestling. Well, that's why we're here, man. Tell us the story. So this is not my story. This is just what happened in the pop culture. So, Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one came out. So Dave Batista as um, Drax. Mm-hmm. So he's he comes back to wrestling as like a comeback special. He's like, hey, I'm in this movie. You know, you know everyone when their movie comes out, they go going all talk. and everything. So yeah, Dave yeah. D- Dave comes back to wrestling. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, and me being like knowing the pop culture thing. Okay, I know this is going to be a plug for Guardians at some point because he's in it. So, the original plan he was supposed to go to WrestleMania, which is for those who don't know, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling, and he's supposed to fight for the belt. and The crowd didn't really care for him because, like, oh, you left wrestling, you're not like a real wrestler, because you don't care about stuff. So, they picked up on Daniel Bryan, who is the fan favorite guy, an indie guy who made it big. So, they, the crowd was just pushing, Daniel Bryan, we want Daniel Bryan, we don't. So, over and over and over. So we could have had Dave Batista standing on the red carpet of Guardians 1 with the WWE Championship. <laughs> but that didn't happen because the fans weren't into it. So they went gotcha. with Dan- Daniel nothing, Bryan is dead. Nothing, nothing against the wrestlers and all the No, of things. course. But yeah, it's like yeah. they went this way and it's like, okay, hey, we could have had that.
1: That's happened a, a lot in it. history, those type of situations. I mean, WrestleMania 17. Okay. The crowd made the Rock a heel again and made Hogan a good guy again. You know, when yeah, that you know, was that
0: was weird having half the crowd fight for Rocky and half yeah. the crowd fighting for Hogan. Yeah, that I, was a it bizarre was something
1: else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah They're uh,
0: almost it was almost like they were both baby faces in that particular match, and it was it was a very weird dynamic.
2: That sure. was my second WrestleMania that I ever watched, and I didn't. Understand the significance of
0: all that. Yeah. So now,
2: in in, as I can look back now, because you have the WWE Network, which is just Netflix for wrestling. Yeah, basically. Watch all the old stuff, and I'm like, oh, so this goes into this. So you fill all the blanks. Like it was, it was so
0: pretty cool. surreal. Like, yeah. as a guy that watched wrestling way back in the day, like, I remember WrestleMania 3, Hogan versus Andre, and all that kind of, like, all that nostalgia stuff. I remember watching that as it happened, type of thing. We had a cheater box at home. I was there live. Yeah, there you go. Robbie was so there. So was live I. For that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah.
1: at the show, I was there live <laughs> yeah. as well. Uh, love, just, uh, yeah, friends just friends were there too.
0: Very, very surreal moment. Like one that you you could tell they could not predict because cause Hogan was there as his Hollywood Hogan NWO persona, but the fans guy. just didn't care. But Rocky was such a huge babyface at the time. Same thing. Like the fans were just so divided. And at one point, they're just standing in the ring looking at each other. And they just keep looking at the crowd. And the crowd is shifting between chanting for Hogan and chanting for The Rock. And you're just like, this is the weirdest moment in wrestling other than the gobbledygooker that I've ever seen in my entire life. This is so bizarre. Oh, there's Jordan right there. joining the... How do I boot somebody out of a, out of the Instagram Live? Because Jordan's not welcome here because he made fun of my mustache. And I will not have it. Pentakill
1: <laughs> will be nice. <laughs>
0: Yes, Jordan. Jordan's a good Jordan's a friend of the podcast for sure. He usually joins us. He's a good so. dude. I've had a couple chats. With he him. is a very good dude. Yes. Wayne's yes, super, just very us talented well. too. Yep. On both his accounts because he's pimp like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah Double yeah. teaming it, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan, wait till the next time I see you. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get that I'm going to rip that mole right off your face and chop it up and make some
1: guacamole. Hey, uh, listen. Uh, before we uh, get too uh, aggressive and violent and graphic here, uh, have you been up on Obi Wan?
2: Uh, me, no, I've not on <sighs> list. I, I have a very long list of shows. Very Boot
1: long. him. Boot him. You know, how are, are you going to ah, come invited. on a geek podcast and not you not up to Obi Wan? Uh, you know, God, my God. Uh, what are you doing? I'm I'm done what bringing guests on this show. What are You doing? Okay, listen, I have a big problem with this show. Uh, So, first of all, I'm going to say it right off the bat. So far, I'm loving the show. But I hate that we have not gotten one piece of traditional Star Wars music in the show. No Imperial March. No, like, nothing. None of the music in the show is traditional Star Wars music, and... What it's weird, fuck? isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit
0: bizarre. I've seen some recuts. It doesn't feel like
1: Star Wars.
0: No, I've seen some recuts on YouTube. Someone just recut the scene where uh, where Vader comes in and grabs Ariva by the throat and picks her up, and they put the Imperial March to it—the one specific it's from Rogue One. And it works perfectly, and you're just like, "What are you? What are you guys doing? Yeah, like, if you're going to bring these characters back, then why wouldn't you have their iconic themes with them? You yeah, own the stuff. You know. own all the music. I don't." I now, did you guys see the announcement from uh, Taika Waititi saying that for his the next Star Wars movie project is his project and he's moving away from all of the established canon. He's going to explore something completely different Star Wars wise, which is I think we've talked about before. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm OK with that uh,
0: on the podcast, not having to rehash all the all the stuff and getting handcuffed by
1: canon and all the I, stuff that Obi-Wan's
0: basically getting shit for. Right.
1: Yeah, I There's I'm OK, okay like with that. moving away from canon as long as it's still Star Wars. Right. For yeah, me, Star feel, Wars right? means a couple of things, right? There's a look and feel. There's Sith and Jedi. There's, you know, the Empire to a certain degree. It wasn't always the Empire because, you know, there was no Empire at first. But uh, there are certain things to me that resonate with Star Wars. If you're doing something completely different, that's completely into left field, that doesn't have Star Wars music, that doesn't have the Star Wars characters or blah, 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 then how is it Star Wars? Right. That's my thing, right? So. I'm cool with doing something else, but it still needs to be Star Wars. So it needs
0: to be grounded in the Star Wars universe. Yes. I agree. You just don't have to keep like beating those dead horses with all the different legacy characters that now we've gotten sort of done to death at this point, right? Between all the different movies, the prequels, the animated shows, the sequels. like they've all. Let's take a break from all of that and see if we can get to a point where we're getting some new stories set in the same universe, but with new characters that we can then come to grow and enjoy and, and that aren't Ray and Poe and Finn and... Yeah, we don't have to constantly stay
1: that. in the yeah. little bits of, mm-hmm. what, 50 years, 60 years, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, like, there's hundreds or thousands of years of of, of stories that you could do, especially in the past, so yep. yep. I hope that's where Taika goes.
0: Apparently, that's
1: the news old report coming Republic. out of Hollywood. Oh. Give us some fucking
2: Old Republic. TANF <laughs> says he's thing? going full bisexual with the Star Wars. Yeah, nah, I, I don't care about that stuff. Just yeah, give me yeah, some that, Old public that... shit
0: give me some old republic shit. I don't care what it is. Like you said, man. It's 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 like you said as long as it has the look and feel. I want it to be dirty and dingy. I don't want it to be over technical. I don't mm-hmm. want I don't want it to get too Star Trek-y. I want it to mm-hmm. remain Star Wars-y. Lens flares yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And I'm glad they got off Tatooine. Yeah. Absolutely. Not everything has to take place on Tatooine. Let's let's Well, you guys remember how in the planet. original
1: trilogy, especially in episode 1 where they go to Naboo and Everything is so super clean and shiny and lens flares and green. And and everybody was like, what the f- is this? Like,
0: This is not Star Wars, right? So apparently, from what I understand, is the further back, I guess they're going to be doing that with the High Republic, too. The further back you go, the shinier and newer and crisper yes. and cleaner things look in the Star Wars universe. So yes. I get the sense that a lot of this technology was created millennia ago, and it's just aging its way through. That's why everything now looks dirty and dusty and rusty and barely kind of pieced together, hung together, because they don't have the technology anymore to do this. Not everything is all streamlined. Well,
1: and... I feel like what the prequel trilogy has done is shown us that the further into the Republic you go, the more advanced and, and the cleaner it is. Right. Right. The further yeah. away you get to the Outer Rim, the more it's... Just deserts and and people mm. with nothing, right? Like uh,
2: big city. You're going in the, the farmland.
1: Exactly, right. Yeah. So, well, that's
0: what's Mike saying, right? He's just like chess. Tells a good story. How's that? It's not that hard. Yeah, I, I don't. You wouldn't think it's that hard, but more people miss than hit. Story's tough, man. Especially just not to get. I thought the Force Awakens told a great story, but then everybody was like, "Oh, it's just like a New Hope." Yeah, and the New Hope was a great story too. So. You can tell a great story, but you still have to have a certain level of uniqueness to it. And there's only so many different stories, permutations of stories out there. So it's I think it's harder than you think it is to come up with a good story. I couldn't write a good Star Wars story. I I have no I don't have the first clue.
1: See, the advantage that Disney has is they've got thousands of fucking books and video games and comic books and all sorts of stuff that they can adapt. Mm hmm. And they choose not to. Yeah. They choose yeah. to subvert your expectations instead.
0: Yeah, because I know my I know my book people would have loved to have seen the Thrawn trilogy on the on the screen as the mm-hmm. as the sequels, and that's not what we got. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, every now and then, and now they've tossed all that out, right? All the legacy stuff, all the expanded universe stuff is all now legacy stuff. It's not canon anymore. So not that they couldn't take elements from that like they did with Thrawn himself and put him on Rebels and now it looks like he's going to be in Ahsoka or, or Mandalorian or whatever. So I, I was
2: going to say, isn't he coming to a show? So there we go. He, he is, is, yeah. Uh, but
0: only because they introduced him through um, Rebels, well, one of the animated shows first. They didn't pull him directly from the books. I haven't seen Rebels, so I don't know how closely his character on the show is like his character was in the books. I know... Physically, he looks the same, but I don't know if it's the same type of character. But um, He is. He's very name.
1: much, from what I understand, in Rebels, the same type of, of, same character, type of character as he is in the book. Yeah, yeah. He's very yeah. much the same character. Uh, <clears throat> Benedict Uh Yeah, with Thrawn. the
0: Empire comes... Oh, yeah, no, that would be genius. And they, they already kind of own him, right? Because it's Disney, so they own everything. Uh, Tanith is saying it makes sense with the Empire becomes poverty. That's um, actually... You know what? We could debate that. Uh, Marianne says the galaxy is vast and has so many different regions, sectors and rims, (laughs) rims. Um, Mike is saying we we moved away from good storytelling, more concerned with checking boxes. Not going to touch that one. Uh, And then he's not wrong. I mean, in a lot of cases,
1: I mean, whether that's the intent or not, that's how a lot of times how it feels or how it comes across. You know, sure. When what you're marketing is the check boxes instead of the story rims. It sounds ah. like you're more concerned about the check boxes than the story, but
0: well, listen, you, know. you guys are getting super political and Marianne and I are just laughing about rim jobs, so you you guys are getting shit. political. What are you not talking about?
1: laugh about rim jobs. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not
0: laugh about rim jobs? Come on, man. That's why we're here. Yes sir. yes, sir. If we're nothing, if we're not at least a little bit ignorant anyway, we try to keep it at least sort of PG-13, but we already dropped a couple F-bombs on this, so it's keep fine. It
2: keep it 100.
0: Yes, that's right. Keep yes, it 100. There's 100. a comment that right.
2: says, Windsor is the outer rim of Ontario, and I've been to Windsor, and Sorry. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know if I, I... Have you been to Chatham? Wait a minute. Have you been to Welland? Because if you've been yeah, to
2: Welland... 20 minutes to Welland.
0: Welland is kind of, yeah, the at least at the armpit of the outer rim because, woo man, alive. That is...
1: yeah. Sir, where yeah. are you
2: located, Sam again? Niagara Falls-ish. So it's like, here's uh, cameras. So what town? Are fun. I'm, I'm in Thorold. So Niagara Falls is like here. Welland is here. Thorold is here. So I'm like in the middle of... I'm 20 minutes to anywhere, as I put it, for Niagara.
0: Mm. Or I'll get started and won't stop. Yes, we are uh, about the rim jobs, dude. It's an open forum, my friend. You go right ahead, knock yourself oh, out. Oh
2: my!
0: Yes. Yeah, Michael's oh, like
1: stop. My. Crazy no. Michael. Like, yeah, yeah, please stop. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Rim jobs all day, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I like it. It's
0: Marianne that brought up the rims, so, and she wasn't talking about the ones in her car. If you know what I'm saying. Ah, oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> See, see what you did. Yes, Michael, let's start rim fault. jobs. This is How, all is this my this fault. All I'm just fault. reading the comments, sir. I don't no, know I'm talking, why to, I'm talking to Marianne.
1: That's all her fault. Like what
0: you did. See, that's what Megan said. Your checkbox is someone else being able to see their perspective on screen. I did see a really good, just as a minor segue, I did see a really good video today about representation and it was the actress that played, I believe the character's name was Mercati, based on Mercury from Eternals. So in Eternals, the character was deaf, and so they got a deaf woman to play that character, like a real-life mm-hmm. deaf woman. So they showed her at a con, and how many deaf people came up to see her and get pictures with her, and are they're just signing back and forth using ASN or ASL, and that representation is so key to so many different deaf people. It's like Hammer on Strange New Worlds. They needed a blind character, so they hired a blind guy because... Why wouldn't you (laughs) if you need a blind character? So, yeah, I see what Megan is saying. That representation, we talked about it with Tim, too, in our diversity talk. Mm -hmm. Representation is still key. Like I get what you guys are saying about checking boxes and such, but it is nice for people that have classically not been able to see representations of what they are on screen. And now they're finally getting to see that. I think that's important, Um, not just from a checkbox perspective, but at least... People are now feeling included and they've got someone on screen that they can relate to better. 100%. Before, they didn't really have that,
1: right? So hundred percent Yeah.
0: But I, I do get what sort of both yes, Megan, absolutely. But I when understand. every
1: article no. about now, this was not the case, but if every article about uh Eternals is Eternals cast, blind actor or deaf actor. If that's how every article starts, and if that's how every promotion starts, at one point it's like okay, but is that what the movie's about? Right. We hired a deaf actor. That's that's what the movie's about? About hiring a deaf. No, it's not. It's about the eternals. Yes. Right? That that's I think is is I think the point that is it Mike?
0: I think Mike started this conversation with yes, with the checkboxes. Yeah. Uh, of course it was Mike. I who think who else started start a conversation on this line but Mike? Come on. Yeah, I think that's the let's point Mike fair. was gonna make, right? And yeah, it, absolutely. it's, it's
1: representation sure. is a hundred percent fine and let's, and, let's not and ask needed. Mike
0: the point he was trying to make is oh yeah, uh, we we'll night. Yeah, fair yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll hit a wall on this, pretty sure. Uh, (laughs) As far as projects go, so you gave us your upcoming cosplay projects. I know the one thing that you do enjoy doing, Pam, that we've not kind of touched on is uh, the photography side of things. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Do you do mostly cosplay photography? Are you more portrait photography? Are you someone that's doing uh, stuff in the field? Like, what's your expertise and what do you like to shoot?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, my background is I went for I went to college for a bunch of things, but I, I finished up with starting journal starting accounting, finished accounting, went to transfer to journalism, two completely opposite sides of the brain. <laughs> journalism in my journalism program, everyone was scared to approach people to take their photo for like whatever the article was about. So I'm like, oh, it's you're just asking them for their picture, like it's not that hard. So I I did it, and my one prof is like, you're pretty good at the photo thing. You should. When this is, wraps up you should go to the photo program so i did that so i fell into it that way and i've been shooting for about 22 12 years now or 11 and a half because 2022 20, is not over uh so i kind of market myself as people products sports so i do headshots and i do like advertising pictures so like if you're selling whatever you're selling for your etsy or whatever i do the pictures for that And sports because I got into wrestling. I was the varsity uh, photographer for Niagara College for six years or however long I was there, my various programs. So I did all the basketball, volleyball, golf, whatever sports they had. So that's my, of course. So I'm doing headshots. Well, before COVID, I was doing just headshots. So I'm trying to get that going again.
0: For aspiring actors, type of thing? Or is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. So how do people get in touch? Yeah, for portfolios. So how do people get in touch with you for if, if I want headshots? How do I get a hold of of Sam Sino to take my picture for headshots? How does that work? Do you have your own studio? Do you rent out studio space? How does, what's involved? uh, I usually
2: set up, so if it's corporate things, I go to their office. So I did one financial institution in uh, Southern Ontario. I went to all their offices and photographed all the people there just because that was easier for them. Um, I'm in, our family's in the process of building a garage. So that's going to be like my little studio space in there once we get that wrapped up. Nice. So that'd be cool.
0: Yep. So yeah, and then how would uh, they get a hold of you if they wanted uh, to get headshots or they wanted to, to engage your photography services
2: my website is sinophoto.com so sinofoto.com they go there nice. or they can just message me on my various social things that I have I got a bunch so I got Sino creators my hobby one at Sin photos my photography portfolio and me on Facebook just find me <laughs> you'll you'll see
0: nice yeah and that way they can see your work too and that that so sinophoto photo with the f
2: yeah foto.
0: FOTO, cool, awesome. Yeah, very, might, be very you for some, yeah. Very might be contacting you for some headshots. I could you could use some myself. So I don't all have right. any really good headshots. Yeah, so maybe we'll maybe we'll. All right, man. You let me know. Of
2: course, man. Have
1: Absolutely. you uh, a... have you done any cosplay photography at all?
2: Uh, have I? Just myself, I guess. <laughs> just with yeah, the... I don't yeah. remember
0: ever seeing you shoot any cosplay at a con, no. and it always made me wonder that you were into photography. What it what is it about that that just doesn't have any appeal to you?
2: Uh, I'm meandering that way I just haven't done any of it It's on the radar of something to do Like I have some projects coming up with Some people here uh, We're going to do like a fallout shoot I just need to actually get the date and like get it going
0: Because you're there
2: Yeah <laughs>
0: Right? Like you're yeah. there at the cons Like It, know, it would seem like a natural sort of progression I know there's a ton of photographers that come up to the cons Don't get me wrong but yeah. still It would seem like a natural progression for you for sure
2: it's on the radar, just I have not yeah. jumped at it yet.
0: That's fair. It's only been 12 years. you got lots of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cosplay, is all... Cosplay is new. Cosplay is new, that's true.
2: Headshots hey. is trending yeah. in the
0: chat. Yeah, Of course, Headshots wow. is trending in the chat. If you met our chat? Yeah, there's 14 people in there, and that's all they're talking about is Headshots. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, do we, I don't think that. No, we are talking about? rim jobs,
1: not headshots. But, it was know.
0: rim jobs. Now it's headshots, and it's just going to progress from here. Like it's all eh, the the, well, the the wheels the are off it. Escalated. Uh, it it always yeah. does when we're doing yeah, this.
1: Yeah, yeah. There are no wheels on base. this bus, bud. This is this is <laughs> our
0: base. This is why we go live on Instagram. This is this is who we've got. Marianne, Michael, and and Loki Quinn are just off on a. Yeah, they're off on a tangent. So. Shots. <clears throat> yeah, I think they're all. uh and there's Ice Cavoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, bring it out, guys. Get it all out of your system now. Yeah. Rim shots. Oh, well, the gun, Jordan, way to bring those two things together. Way to marry those Rim two things shots. up. Rim shots. Well, there you Rim go. Rim shots. That's a, that's, I think that's a drumming thing, isn't that? Isn't that
1: a. Uh, it is, actually. <clears throat> right, yeah,
0: it, yeah. It is, yeah. A, it is a drumming thing. Tile zero on the little pink phone. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, time to feed the rat on my face. I'm looking. Yes, ooh, yes.
1: Ooh. Uh, are are you yeah, off tomorrow? Rat.
0: Um. <laughs> oh, you are. That's <laughs> not, right. You're still off because you're still testing I'm, positive. That's right. I'm I'm probably going to be off for a while. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a, it's it's not great. So I did talk to work uh, today actually. So we're going to be exploring some um, some short term some short-term disability options or whatever while I'm still going through whatever the hell this whole fatigue, dizziness, um, fainting things going on. So.
1: I yeah. mean, are you uh, are you a permanent employee? I am. Yeah. And union, you guys have so, some and sort and union. Okay. So, if, yeah. I'm sure you have some sort of a short-term there disability. Is.
0: There is. Yeah. Okay. So, I just I got to talk Good to my doctor. At least that,
1: you know, it's
0: Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Wayne. Actually loving the Omni-Man look, bro. See, Wayne's got my back too. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, this would be a perfect time. I should take some shots of Omni, man, for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. A good, that's a good call, guys. That's a good yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, for sure. And you need yourself uh, some sort
1: of a green screen or something. When you yeah, some I know. I, so I, you I, can do I, cool edits so, and backgrounds. Yeah. And, I, don't, I don't have the patience you know, for thank that. Thank, Jeff. Thank, <laughs> thank, uh,
0: So good. Smash the Smash stash. Smash the stash. Wow, okay. That's the new...
1: That's, That's the new, hashtag new trending right hashtag, guys. That's, if uh, you want Jeff everything. to either lose or keep the stash,
0: yeah. Hashtag oh, it doesn't
1: matter. Smash the stash, yeah. Everywhere. It doesn't matter what
0: you guys want because it's staying anyways. <laughs> At least until the next time I have to like get rid of it for a cosplay. Because yeah, I love it. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I
2: for love my Johnny Ringo, I gotta get rid of like this and just have like that. Yeah, just the handlebars. Yeah, the
1: handlebars and the yeah. So that'll Chani be Ringo.
2: fun
0: yeah dude it's what we it's what we it's what we suffer for cosplay and i never try to tell anybody how to do their cosplays don't get me wrong but especially if you can already grow facial hair really well but and then you'll see somebody that's like doing a character that typically doesn't have facial hair but they still have the full beard and you're just like you know you could regrow that in like two weeks like it's okay for you to like but i mean again i'm not trying to shame anybody like cosplay any way you want but it's just it's just weird sometimes that it's people won't make that that individual choice hashtag not reading that out loud not reading that out loud
1: no it's all off i know tana
0: whew Tans, we're going to reveal some spoilers about a show that you want to watch, so you're going to have to go. I don't know what show that is yet. Yeah,
2: she will find you. She will come to your house. She'll oh,
0: I know. Oh, I know. my God. I know.
2: Then yeah. I have to go arrest her again. Like, please don't. You're, yes. You're, you're
0: oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sure she hates it when you guys arrest her. That's absolutely her worst thing uh also thanks everyone for being great dinner dates for me tonight jordan absolutely me and the rat are happy to be here for you my friend no problem at all yeah Peace. sam uh, you
1: know what thank you very very much for coming on tonight ain't eh? that that's that's amazing of you to come and join us and talk a little bit about yourself and and you know we're definitely gonna have to have you on again hopefully we get to actually see you at fan expo absolutely uh, so we thank can actually get to meet in person
0: Let me use this as a reminder to all of you. Do you know how Sam's on the program today? Because Sam reached out to me and asked if he could be on the program today. So every week I say to you guys, if you'd like to be on the program, it's not that hard. Just reach out to me or JS and we're happy to have you on as a guest, okay? If you've got a topic that you want to talk about that's even better, that gives us some direction on where you want to go with the episode. Hopefully it's enough to fill about an hour, but reach out, man. It's, it's not, the dual setup is about the only challenging thing, as you saw Sam dealing with earlier. It's about yeah. the only challenging thing <laughs> we have. Once we're past that, We're super good. So send one of us a message and we're happy to have you guys on. Even if you've been on before, just throw us a message and and we'll have you back on. Not a problem at all. I think it goes without saying
1: if you have a specific topic you want to talk about. It's even better. It's even better. Yeah. You know. Unless
0: you're Tanneth and then you don't get to be on anymore because your reasons <laughs> we, we, we can't we can't trust you anymore on the program so oh my yes uh, by the way yes uh illegal alien cosplay i am current on both uh the orville and the boys i have i have watched i'm current on both uh the orville is running concurrently with star trek uh strange new Worlds, so they both come out on the same day so i watch them both when they come out so I've, i watched both episodes today so um the orville is um it's it's something it's the third season something if, yeah uh, if i haven't
1: seen it yet but i heard it's it's nowhere as good as it's they the they've, they've made
0: a major shift in the narrative and i don't really know why and it's so far it's not really working and it's a shortened season it's only 10 episodes and we're three episodes in so it's it's it's, it's I'm hoping there's a change. I'm hoping
1: well, we get back. Well, from to what me. I understand, it's no longer a Fox product, right? I mean, it's no, it's on a, Hulu now. Yeah, it's a Disney product now, basically, right? So,
0: but they've basically excised almost all the humor out of it, and now it's just a straight up sci fi show like it's a sci fi action show.
1: just a straight up ah, Star Trek ripoff, yeah. Now. Yeah, essentially, I mean, it always yeah. was, but it had at least had a good. Comedy twist to it, right? That's I right. Mean, that was the yeah. good thing about season one and two; is it was actually funny.
0: Yeah, it ha- and uh, character-based comedy too, not just all like pratfall yes. sight gags, but like yes. good character building. So, yeah, all that's gone, and I yeah. and I don't know why it's it's mm-hmm. such a weird choice thematically. But they've definitely upped the budget. The effects look great, and the makeup looks amazing. And this the show is now an hour long because it's not a, a network show anymore, so there's no commercial ah. break, so you get a full hour every time, every episode. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. But at the same time, with all the humor gone out of it, it's kind of like the hours become a bit of a slog now because it's kind of like a, mm. yeah, especially that's if you don't like buy into whatever the storyline is, you don't have the humor to kind of break it up and get you there. Yeah. It's now, it's, yeah. But, hey, man, maybe you'll like it. Give it a shot. I'm not saying don't watch it, but it's definitely a different experience than the first two seasons. For
1: I feel sure. like season, especially season one, <clears throat> did it in a very similar manner that actually Lower Decks does it, where they would take a little piece of, trek trivia and they would build a story around it right they would Mm -hmm. take a a trek well orville would take a trek theme Mm -hmm. where in lower decks they actually take a piece of trek trivia and blow it up into a whole show but the orville did a great job of taking a trek theme and then turning it into a funny episode right and and i guess yeah
0: I was just on a podcast uh, two days ago called Morville Orville, which is like an Orville after show or whatever. Mm-hmm. So with our friend Jolie and and, and that crew and, and that. And and talking with Michael, the guy that hosts that podcast, initially, that's what he said. He said, why were you hesitant to watch it in the first place? Or were you just not a, a, a Seth MacFarlane fan? And my reasoning was similar to Tim's is I didn't want it to be like a spit in the eye of Star Trek, like a straight mm-hmm. up making fun parody of Star Trek. And then when you start watching it, you realize, oh, this is like a love letter to Star Trek. It more is, than anything 100. else. Yeah. an homage like he you can tell how much Seth MacFarlane loves Star Trek and that's what he's kind of fueled in here and that's why again this third season's weird because now it's like pure now he's just trying to redo Star Trek without that same sort of love letter too right without those little winks and nudges too yeah we know we're a little tongue-in-cheek on this but we're going to do it anyway that's all gone so it's 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 a very it's a very bizarre choice was
2: he not on Voyager as well did he not have a cameo or something was he not an episode i think he was you might have i think
0: maybe i know the rock was yes.
2: the
1: rock was on voyager yeah yeah or maybe he, seven.
2: Was on, he was on something i don't think like he wasn't like a named character i think he was like a background guy well he, maybe you like, seemed like standing and doing something and yeah, like, you yeah, see yeah. his face and that's why people do yeah
0: it. yeah 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 maybe yeah jeffrey dean morgan too was on uh, enterprise actually
2: ah, With really
0: makeup yeah yeah, in full alien makeup and he said it was one of the worst experiences uh, of his life.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure it is, especially back in those days. People would always say yeah. the same thing, right? That the, they had to sit in the, the chair actors, for hours or whatever. Yeah, you're yeah. in you're getting made up longer than you're actually filming. Yep. Uh and you're filming like apparently like 12, 13, 14-hour days. So oh, yeah, for sure. You know, those people are their their sleep time is while they're in the chair getting made up, right? Mm-hmm. Minimal that's the yep. time they get to sleep, so yeah, it, it's a little bit messed up, but you know.
0: Studio Comics. Hey, Alfonso, what's going on, buddy? I don't, I don't know if you've ever been on the podcast before. Good to see you. Studio Comics, independent comic shop out of, um, Kitchener? No. Yes. Kitchener, yeah, 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 yeah. great there dude. Was, he had, awesome. There
2: was an event at the mall that he was in that I had gone to, so that's why. I
0: know yeah, him. same. Yeah. I was. I, well, I mean, I don't know if... I've, I've been at one of the events in the mall, too, so I did an Obi-Wan there with, um... One of the KW, actually a couple of the KW girls were there with me, so that was yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, super
1: cool, dude. Look at Queen cosplay is saying Hit here. Man. I'm only a perv in the comments. I'm totally professional as a guest. Lies. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, I don't. I mean, you know, we haven't gotten arrested yet, so. Yet. Or canceled. Yes. So you know, I I don't think she he was said. that bad, you know, on the show. He also does uh, pretty.
0: Hey, buddy, thanks. No, of course, Alfonso. Man, it's good to have you on. Good to see you. That's that's a that's a cool that would be a dude to have on too. Mm-hmm. He'd be a great. He'd be a great guest to have on for sure. So we'll be in touch. Off for later. sure,
1: because the comic book industry's been very up and down. Well, more down than up these days, I suppose. But uh, yeah, he's more on the independent side. Everywhere. So yeah. it, it
0: would be cool to get his perspectives on it. So for sure. Yes. Yes. We want to start. Uh, I'll be back. My phone is ringing. <laughs> I'll bet it is. Uh, do you want to start of wrapping her up here, my friend? Yeah we, gotta yeah, 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 we got
1: to get it going. Yeah, an to in. got to end this up here. But uh, again, Sam, thank you so much for coming on. You're going to have to come back sometime, bud. It's a super nice meeting you. Um, like I said, I hope I get to meet you at Comic-Con. No, not at Comic-Con. Fan Expo. Expo. Were you at Comic-Con?
2: The Niagara Falls one? Just went by, yeah. No, uh, the
1: Toronto Comic-Con. No,
2: Tr- uh, not the one that just happened. So you so weren't I, there this year? No, no, no. Not this year.
1: Yeah, before yeah, not the, the one plane. that's happened. before the Yeah, the last Comic-Con was before... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or your buddy and mine, COVID. Yeah, yeah. This, before COVID. This bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this so stupid, thanks shit. again, my friend, everybody watching us live here on Instagram and on YouTube. We've actually had a couple of people coming in and out on YouTube. Really appreciate you guys sticking with us. It's always awesome, the comments, the interaction. I do this is. This is more. The interaction with the people is more fun than doing the, the 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 podcast itself. So, thanks for sticking with us. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you leave us a like and a comment below. Let us know what you thought about the episode, and if you or if you have any suggestions of what you want the next episode to be, make sure you let us know. I think and that subscribe. will be and subscribe very very important. Uh, subscribe to that the helps channel us, helps us
0: enormously when you guys subscribe yeah, to the channel.
1: So it really helps propagate it through the youtube realm and the algorithm which is very hard to beat these days but magic math the magic math except well there's no real math to it let's be honest it's (laughs) it's it's black magic switches yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly exactly i do think that will be it though uh thanks Mm -hmm. for watching everybody stay geeky
2: we'll see you next week thank you guys see you soon